On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out how heavenly banquets work on American-born Chinese, who the greatest animated X-Men is, and which one of our panelists likes Across the Spider-Verse the least. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host for this episode. But more importantly, I have some panelists here to help me out. And not only are they panelists, they are my friends. First of all, there's Ryan. Oh, I have to say, Cassie, I no notes. Wow. Is this the first time I've ever seen that? Wow, that is absolutely the first time, and I knew it would take just a little bit of sucking up. Do you know who you fucking sounded like tonight? Who? Uh, somebody that works at like Disneyland, like Star Tours, like, I'm getting you on this ride right Hell now. fucking Is yeah. that your goal? Isn't that like, but like, that's a robot on Star Tours, right? Sure. Like you sounded like a robot, and that's okay. what I've wanted this entire time. Okay, cool. There's so much... In your other intros, there's so much personality, and there's like, mm, kiss me. no, so I just want robot. Flat, yeah, you want me giving nothing essentially. Just... I want Chat GPT, Cassie. Perfect. So I that lets you shine more. The more flat and unlike no personality I have. Yes, and what I love about it too is that when you're acting like a robot, you are doing the robot. Whereas I'm being my incredible personality, and I'm doing awesome dances like the Roger Rabbit or the uh, Cabbage Patch. You know, so like you're doing boring dances, I'm doing rad dances. A lot of people think at home that like, oh, these podcasters are just sitting there. No, we're dancing our ass off the entire time. I'm soldier boying 24-7, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I cranked a hoe every second. I will crank a fucking hoe. (laughs) Really showing the range here between Cabbage Patch, um, Running Man. Is that also the dance you're busting out? I'll do a Running Man. Of course he will. I'll do a Running Man. I'll do a Total Recall. I'll do a Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I'll do the SpongeBob. What is that? (laughs) Oh my God, she's doing it. Yeah. It's crazy and it's awesome. (laughs) Pretty cool. Um, Mike, what dance are you doing while podcasting that nobody knows about? Point. Ballet. Only the classics for me. My feet are bloody and gross, but God damn, does it look (laughs) magnificent. God, you ever seen the toes of a ballet dancer? I refuse to. Absolutely. They all look like. Mini Snickers. That, Ew, that, that I just love what, why Ew. would you do that? Snickers are so good. <laughs> it looks like an it was so rude. <laughs> just hammered them. Yeah. Just like give us the answers to how you dance so good. Also, have Tell you ever heard somebody say no notes and give the most amount of notes in the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it's that it was like I don't mean for today. Here's notes for every other time. It's yeah. still a note. He Buster. said it was perfect today. Every other day, um, here you go. You're a piece of shit. And you know what? I appreciated it. Felt oh, like home. Everyone should know that any compliment you get is also shit talking about every other moment of your life that you mm-hmm. weren't in this exact moment. Yeah. So oh, you look says, great you, today. You look great today. That means you look like shit every other day. <laughs> I've never seen you look good. <laughs> 
Um, I never officially brought Caitlin on, but she's the one cranking that hoe. Hell yeah. Always. Still doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has the hoe not been cranked enough? <laughs> <laughs> this hoe has been cranked so hard and yeah. for so long. Mike, modern day Socrates, by the way. Just asking these philosophical questions. Like, has this hoe <laughs> been cranked enough? I really want to put it on a t-shirt just so people think, you know? Just really get them. <laughs> and it's just Socrates doing the soldier boy like the two hands up. How much side. have you cranked your hoe? <laughs> well, you guys. Oh, we're not topping this. <laughs> yep, that's it. It's um, all downhill from here. We are here to talk about comic book TV shows, though. Um, coming up later. We are? We'll- we are actually, believe it or not. Um, Don't. Later, we'll be talking about Amer- American born Chinese for the main event. Um, then, when we get Merkin. to the. Merkin. <laughs> like Sorry. The fucking Trump <laughs> Don't shit on me, born Chinese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doxed <Merkin> myself. Born Chinese. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Um, later on, then, we'll be talking about Fear the Walking Dead, Superman and Lois, Gotham Knights, Riverdale, even some ex Taz. But before we get to all of that, it's our review of Spider Man. Five years ago, an unassuming little cartoon opened in theaters. It was supposed to be about a new Spider-Man named Miles Morales. What it was instead was an explosion of creativity and animation, while also unfortunately becoming popular enough that now all things are multiversal. After more than a few delays, allegedly just to get things right, we have the sequel, Across the Spider-Verse, a movie so big they decided to split it into two movies. Miles is a little older than before and trying to find his place in life especially since it's so much less exciting now than it had been. It's boring until Gwen shows up as part of a Spidey Time Cop police force known as the Spider Society. From there, we learn what the the Spidey Society does and the importance of canon events. But before all of that, before Miles is even introduced in the film, it's a Gwen story, and she remains co-lead for the rest of the movie. Taste Buds, I ask you this. How do we feel about this series now that its co-lead is a Girl. <laughs> Great question, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. Because I'm a boy, Caitlin, and it confused me. Mm-hmm. It was like hard to see for that much. You were like, every time she kept talking, you're like, wow, she's just saying lines. Like, women wow. be talking. <laughs> women be talking. Um, I thought it was red. It was super cool. It's Gwen is such a great character from the last movie and in the comics, the the revitalization of Spider-Gwen has been dope. And yeah, this this version of her is so entertaining to watch and fully realized and god damn is that suit fucking cool uh the hood with the things on the inside of the hood but the like yeah the hood is good good. the ballet shoes i love it which yeah that's not her typical thing but like that's what she was wearing and have you seen a ballerina's toes guys (laughs) they are disgusting um her fucking dad Mm -hmm. and like not everybody's dad is a cop but everybody's dad is sort of like I still need to pull my gun on Dead you, cops. even though now I know you're my daughter. Mm-hmm. That was fucked heartbreaking, yeah. mm-hmm. and 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 such a good parallel to. And I don't think we had Gwen's full story in the first one, but it was awesome to then once we did reintroduce Miles and his family to be like, oh, I guess not all cabs a cab because Miles' dad is kind of a sweetie boy. Also, like this fucked up family is no, it's totally normal. Like this is just. They have the normal problems that normal families have. Right. Except for the one problem that my family never seemed to have, which is a smoking hot mom. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Goodbye, Pixar moms. Miles' mom, (laughs) welcome to the perv show. Holy shit. 
I knew. I was, guys, about almost three minutes in. That's all it took. <laughs> There's got to be a universe in the multiverse where she's not my mom and I'm going to go to town. Uh, oh <laughs> Are you speaking as Miles right there? Ryan? Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> He really came. <laughs> became miles there i bet there's a multiverse where she's made of scavs and i'm gonna num 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 Ew, leave That's that for the, for the patreon don't, <laughs> don't bring that disgusting nasty shit here um i want to ask you guys first and foremost right like uh into the spider-verse was a mind-blowing movie right a lot of us think that it's arguably if not definitely the best superhero movie of our time is this one? How is this one? Is this one better? Like, did this take steps up in certain ways? I think it's newer. Um, and <laughs> well, it did I, come out recently, and, <laughs> and so it's shinier right now. So it's obviously in the front forefront and everything. But I still think the last one was very good as well. Um, I, I mean, Spider Man does he hold the top movies for our time? Yes, I would say that. The is he the greatest character that has ever been created? Yes. He's got the best movies. No matter There's who like wears McQueen, the mask. So no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wears like a chow. But um, the only thing that like it was so good, there is just something about it, like something that ends on a cliffhanger instead of getting the full story. Yeah. Like I'm excited, but there's just something that makes it where like I'm a little bit bummed that I don't get it all. Oh, really? Did you ever see The Empire Strikes Back? Never heard of it. What's Never that? heard of that. No. What's that? No, because you watch Attack of the Clones and you're like, "Oh, that's my Star Wars." Yeah, that's the excuse real me, one. Excuse me, called it the Phantom Menace. <laughs> but we did. We waited five years for this movie, and like, I think it definitely was worth the wait. But the fact that we have a part two coming and. It's possibly another five no, years. It's no, no, no. It's, it's, it's like supposed to come out year. in March. Oh, and, fuck. Thank God. But no, 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 no. Haley Steinfeld has come out and said, I have not seen a script and I have not recorded shit. So I oh, so it's no. not. <gasps> but that's not the stuff that I, takes the longest. Even though the voice actors in this are great. It's the animated. Yeah, it's and all the animated. I, I think to, to what Spider-Verse did to be like, oh, you, oh, you're used to Pixar DreamWorks. That's all you think anime can be. <laughs> and destroyed everybody. And then for this one to be like, even more, even more heightened. And now all the different mm-hmm. animation styles are playing together. It's not like, oh, yeah. we're this in this world, we're this in this world. Phenomenal. And just almost overwhelming. Like, I mean, yeah. like, there's so many ideas here that I want to get into. But one of the ideas is there was a vulture stolen from the type of notes that, like, Shakespeare and Da Vinci would <laughs> yeah. make. What the fuck are we doing? And Looks then we so get to cool. watch that drawing yeah. In this type of drawing's world, so rad! Mm-hmm. It's so cool. The mixing of styles is what I think makes Spider Verse so cool, mm-hmm. and it's just like there is no limit to what they'll do and who they'll put into it. What does it? What does the screenplay look like? Mm. Is the screenplay like five hundred pages of just being like, and then you do this, and then you have to do this, and then it looks like this? It might be a storyboard they... more than a screenplay. Like, start with yeah. a storyboard first because well, there, there's uh, famously for both movies three directors. Um, and uh, I don't think there's any mix and match. Like, it's three guys and then a different three guys for the second one. Oh, and I think that they have very clear jobs, right? Like, you are acting and dialogue. You are. Uh, animation design mm-hmm. and like everybody has their jobs because if you watch this movie like I'm, I'm like I'm sitting there in the theater watching this movie and like I like Alfred Hitchcock he's my favorite director fuck Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> this is the best movie I've ever seen Lord and Miller also did the Lego movie which is also one of my favorites so I just think they make really good movies yeah I think they've cracked how to do animation mm-hmm. yeah do you guys do you think it was crazy that the Lord 
was like kind of like a fucked up guy, and then he found Miller, and now the two of them together, like now they know how to do it. Yes. God and Miller. You think God and Miller are the best? Uh, do you know what show I miss? God the Miller and Bob. One of my favorite animated shows from the <laughs> early 2000s. Uh, all right, let's get to the spidey of it all. Um, Miguel O'Hara with uh, a classic Hispanic Irish name. Um, Spider-Man 2099, he says, uh, well, I'm the king of the Spidey society, and mm-hmm. I'm going to show you the Spidey canon. And the reason that Miles could not be a part of it is because his dad's about to die. Mm-hmm. And we saw Toby, mm-hmm. and we saw Andrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are, the, uh, are, are we too far here on the Spider-Man thing? Like, has, has Spider-Man become too much? Do you, do you know what I, <laughs> why this worked? Yes, but you know why this one worked more than not that No Way Home didn't. I love No Way Home, but you kind of had have have seen eighteen other movies for No Way Home to really click, and this one they're just in the background briefly. You're fine. You get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. It. yeah I, <laughs> End of point. I do think that like this puts Peter Parker up there with Jesus Cristo <laughs> as the top two most important. Fictional characters of all time, because we we know these Jesus Christ stories, right? Like mm-hmm. we've seen them a billion times. Uh, people die, they get resurrected. We're Uncle like Ben's. Oh, <laughs> Uncle Ben. Uh, like we see this. Spider Man is right there in that his story is so known and talked about that we can now do a movie about how known and talked mm-hmm. about it is, and then say to future writers, future Spider Man writers, you don't have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, in the first Spider-Man, uh, in this, in the in the first Spider-Verse movie, it's like we're all Spider-Man, and then in the second one, it's we can all write Spider-Man. Like we can all, we're all capable of doing it, and we don't have to follow the same right traps and tropes. And like that's why I, this movie is about storytelling yes. and the importance of storytelling and how like uh, how powerful it is, but how much power you have as the writer. It it reminded me of Grant Morrison's Animal Man run. When Animal Man finally meets Grant Morrison in yeah. the comics What's page, up, Grant? and it's just like "fuck you" for doing this stuff to me. <laughs> it was that level of like, but to like meta stuff has been around for so long. But like to be meta and not smarmy these days, because most mm-hmm. people are like, "Well, Deadpool's meta, so that's what I have to do." And that this is still so authentic and genuine. And mm-hmm. that Animal Man run like ruined Animal Man, right? Like. At that point, now we can talk to the writers and who gives a shit. This didn't do that. Like, they can continue with the verse, but also say, we're going to tackle all of storytelling Mm -hmm. at the same time. Yes. Um, Favorite Spider Man? Guys? Guys, there was a T Rex. There was a T Rex Spider Man. That was pretty great. I. I saw this movie with producer Dave, and I had to straight up tell him, I have read comic books about every character in this movie. And he was like, well, not T-Rex Spider-Man. And I was like, yes, I have read comic <laughs> yeah, books absolutely. about T-Rex Spider-Man. I have a question for you about that, because I know Venom T-Rex. Uh, and I did not know Spider-Man T-Rex. The, the dinosaur boy himself did not know, I know. about Spider-Man. Wow. <laughs> dinosaur. Wow. I've, Ryan, how could you keep that from him? I feel I've, let down. It's actually cruel. Oh, it's no, it's important to keep dinosaurs away from Mike. It's <laughs> a little frothy in the mouth. And then he'll start putting them on all, all over his body. Um, once they get to the Spider-Verse, or Miguel O'Hara is hanging out, um, there's a guy slamming the walls and just saying, I feel so terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his name is Ben Riley. Do you guys know any 
thinking about that person? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he looks cool, right? So cool. His, mm-hmm. Yeah. All red suit with just a cutoff hoodie on top of his sweat. So That's good. so fucking dope. <coughs> that you can buy that hoodie from Hot Topic. It is sold out in my size and it's pretty expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's expensive? It was like because you have a birthday coming up. It was like eighty dollars, I think. Mm. Mm. Okay, all right. Cassie, what was your favorite Spider-Man? Um, there was one that I didn't even realize in the moment because they were throwing so much at me. Um, but later I realized there was the popsicle um ice cream uh-huh. Spider-Man that you get from the ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. So good. I did not catch that. That's awesome. With the melty, melty <laughs> yes, face. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it was it's a good kind one. of just floating behind. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the tiny one? There was a very short one that came up and like said something like. Was that hey, uh, you get out of Lego here. Spider-Man? No. I would have known if it was made of <laughs> Legos. Like, uh, did you guys also notice that uh, Peter B. Parker, mm-hmm. the uh, fictional character that I probably relate to the most, had something happen to him between this movie and the last movie? Uh-huh. Do you guys... What happened to him? He became a papa. Did he have a curly-haired little fucking rambunctious daughter? <laughs> he sure did. Wait, how, how soon till we get that spider beanie on your kid, Ryan? Oh, the spider beanie has been Amazon ordered. <laughs> but I don't like... Uh, parents that uh, listen to podcasts, which I don't know if there's any, uh, will know what I mean. Uh, when just Peter B. Parker was on the screen with the little daughter in the baby Bjorn. And like... Very dangerous stuff. Like that's a, that's an abusive dad. Like, oh, do you want to go on another mission, my little baby daughter? Like, no, you should not do that. Uh, tears, just tears, <laughs> just wiping away tears the entire time. Are you getting uh, your daughter the spider pig onesie? Yes, uh, all, all of, of the it. spider stuff. She will all, be getting. all of it. I almost left the what theater is- to order a bunch, and I was like, he's already got it. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's something. There's something that uh, like about just. Having a kid that like you will get emotional. Oh, not they also have dying. a kid. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. It's not like kids being hurt or kids being successful. Just kids, period. Exactly. And I'm just like, oh my god. So, <laughs> is Peter B. Parker for the second movie in a row your favorite Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who, he's voiced by Nick fucking Miller. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. I uh, because of who I was in high school and I am what I am. And I can see him being annoying. I fucking love Spider Punk. Yeah, I was gonna say so. When he first much. came on, I was like, "This guy is too much." But then by the end, I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. This and guy's rad." He's Cockney. He's speaking Cockney in a way that uh, Don Cheadle does in the Ocean's Eleven movies. Yes, it's Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. There's a part in Ocean's Eleven where he's like, uh, "Barney, yeah, Rubble." We're all rubble. Uh-huh. Like, how would we know what you're talking? We're in Spider-Punk trouble. does that same thing. But yeah, but an editor's note, like in the comics, pops up and says, yes. "Here's what we mean." I fucking loved that. Uh, yeah, and he was cool as shit and a punk ass. And also, he's part of this group, but it, the whole time he's like, "This group is bullshit," and lets them, the ones who need to escape, he's helps. He's the impetus for it. Yeah, he was. I, I've not read any Spider Punk comics, and I, I'm going to change that. <laughs> Um, I, producer Dave coming out of the theater had a really good point of how the 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 speed of the dialogue is also mm-hmm. imitating a comic book because it's not a movie. When you're reading the comic book, you are going bubble to bubble to bubble to bubble. And then also, I heard somebody else say, I think this was on a podcast that I was listening to, say that the art style 
is supposed to emulate how when you're flipping through a long box at a comic book shop, oh shit, it yes. changes so fast that that's like what watching the movie. Is. Yeah, because it's not just like Miles and other people who are out of their right universe glitch, right? And so there's that, and that mm-hmm. was from the first one. But it is also all of it is just shaky, a little to watch and flickering. Right. That mm-hmm. is awesome. That is a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, not voiced by Kamal Nanjiani, but instead the taxi cab driver from. Deadpool. Uh-huh. So we have more than one Indian actor. What is uh, Spider-Man from India? What did you guys think about this fucking cock? A dreamboat. <laughs> and so yeah, I think it's easy to forget that Peter has his cocky Mike moments. is drunk in Hawaii at a bar for one night. Who's he hooking up with? Spider-Punk or uh, Indian Spider-Man? Oh, I'm going to hook up with Indian Spider-Man and then hang out with Spider-Punk the rest of the night. Uh, he's a dreamboat. I loved the... I, I don't know the name of the the device that he does his web like the, the bangles, the, the bangles and, stuff. and stuff and he's yeah. on it yes the and that he's a great reminder because they they talk about the canon and the important moments of the story this is he's had one death in his life but Peter is very cocky for a while and so Indian Spider Man is also cocky because the the harder hitting stuff has not happened yet mm-hmm. and the style is just so cool yes. his outfit one yeah. of the hottest. Sick. And- <laughs> I mean, I don't want to give the whole movie away, but the fact that Miles is constantly saying we can do both, we can do it all, mm-hmm. fuck you. He is the most Spider-Man Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, He's the only one that doesn't fit the mold, and it's like, that it is makes Spider-Man. sense. Yeah, yeah. God damn. Is Miguel, uh, Miguel, who, sorry, Miguel O'Hara? Pedro Pascal? Is or, he, not Pedro. Um, <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Is Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac's sorry. third Marvel character, by the way, guys. Fourth, I thought. Is That's it four? Right. Yeah. Because he, Moon Knight, um, the the blue Apocalypse. one. Apocalypse. 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 <laughs> Twenty ninety nine. Uh, th- this guy, and there's one more. Um, uh, Moon Knight. I'll think. Lewin Davis. That's probably. Oh Lewin yeah, Davis. I remember that. <laughs> Mike, I just got a nine point five copy of Lewin Davis number one. Oh it's shit! So pristine. Yeah. You gonna what is it called? Slam that. Slab that. Slab that. I'm gonna slab that. That hoe. Um, is he this dark in the comics? Like, is he? He's not a. Honestly, I've never read a 2099 comic. Oh, gotcha. I did. <laughs> I read <laughs> a lot of 2099. <laughs> hey, Cassie, maybe we should go to Mike. I know. 2099 is. Uh, I got into the comics. Uh, Why this movie was very important to me is I got into the comics in the early 90s, and Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, the super emo, everything is dark and too. Uh, uh, him and then Marvel 2099 are the heirs that got me into comics and. Historically, not well respected, but very important to little Mike. And uh, tracks. Miguel is one of the only people who've climbed out of it because there was X Men twenty ninety nine, Ravager twenty ninety nine, Doom twenty ninety nine, Punisher twenty like all these people had like, what is it going to be like in the future? Uh, and the only one who's made it out of that is Miguel, and he was like an eco terrorist and was pretty mm. fucking cool in his first run. I haven't read the modern stuff at all, so maybe he's darker and gotcha. edgier, but I don't know. I liked like, this angle of, like, you are so good until you're a fascist fuck. Like, you've yeah. come all the way around. Mike, do you think you live so long that you are alive in 2099 and you open Spider-Man 29 number one and you're like, this is like today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> no. And then I die. <laughs> and then that, those are your last words. Um and do, do you guys think that the movie does a good job of, like, we're rooting for Miles, but Miguel is right? With the one person, like, you can't sacrifice? You can't, yeah, like, uh, the, you, 
utilitarianism of like you have to sacrifice the one for the good of the all. Well, the trolley problem. Yeah. Well, here's why I think it's horseshit is all these spider folks are like, yeah, it happened to us, so it's got to happen to you. Hey, fuckers, none of you knew it was going to happen, and you would have tried to stop it if you knew right. your mm-hmm. dad or police captain or whatever. So that's why there's a lot of things they did that were fucked up. Uh, Which is why like, I thought it was good. It was a good, like, sort of like, this is a cult, right? Because we're all in the cult of Miguel. Right. Except for Gwen and Peter B. Parker. Although I would have liked them to, like, realize shit earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they were fully in. Just looking mm-hmm. sad while doing it. <laughs> right. But still it's like, die. my dad's going to die, but I can't do anything. And then where were our homies that we didn't get until the very last scene called uh, Spider-Man Noir and yep. Spider-Ham? Uh, mm-hmm. Clearly not. Invited because they were Miguel <laughs> they is ca- very they... cool and dark, and they are not. <laughs> well, also, I think Nicolas Cage and John Mulaney were busy, need paychecks, yes. So, that's part of it. Hey, that's part of it. Uh, but I think that next movie where they're going to find Miles, wherever he is, which I was that one twist too many, do you guys think? I was fine with I it. I was like, oh, he's not. This is not his. <laughs> I know. This is not his. I was like, oh. In my theater, I could see all, a bunch of people be like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. He's not in his world. He's not in his world. <laughs> How sexy did you guys think Evil Miles was? <laughs> oh, with those cornrows? I was into it. <laughs> the moment his mom was like, you took your you took your braids out. I was like, oh. <laughs> what do the braids look like? That's earlier then. Did not disappoint. I figured it out. So good mm. job, Caitlin. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it was a lot. But also around then, and then when we see the full team, I was like, I'm loving this, but this has to end. I have to yeah. pee so bad. And so when it's to be continued, I was like, thank God. Oh, just piss your pants, bro. Oh, just yeah, piss your pants. That's what I do all the time. Yeah. Diaper up, bro. Yeah, just piss your pants. Um, when we got that final scene of the new Spideys and the Spideys from the last movie, I I think it's important to point out how movie theaters give you chills. Yes, like this is this is why we go to the movies of just like oh the gasps God. of the yes yeah. I made some like some hearty laughs every time there was like a different type of Spider-Man, like Pop Skill Spider-Man. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> we just some some noises while you pissed your pants. Oh, you, yeah, every single time. Again, the diapers—they're great. She goes through three diapers a movie. <laughs> um, but is this one? This one is beating out the first one for you guys. Well, I think the first one is a uh, revolution. I think that it changed animation and storytelling forever. This one is close, maybe not there yet, but I do think that it's come. It's it's the most accurate meta superhero movie that we've had so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to separate like the emotions, and I'd have to go back and watch the first one again and like to really compare them like one to one. But I think it's nipping at the heels of the first one. Yeah, Caitlin. I like them both. <laughs> both are good. Uh, you heard it here. Um, that's all the time we have to talk about Spider-Man? That's it. <laughs> when we come back, we'll be talking about American-born Chinese. <laughs> On episode four and five of American-born Chinese, Jin becomes popular at his school, and we learn the story of Wei Chin's dad, Sun Wukong, and how he became the great sage. When Wei Chin returns from heaven to earth, Jin study buddies with Amelia, and Wei Chin needs to get information from the banished god from heaven, Jin Gong. 
After finding out Jin's family pennant is likely the fourth scroll in getting a Bible study group drunk at karaoke, Wei Chen steals the pennant and hopes it will stop the wars in heaven. Taste once I ask you this. How excited were you when you saw close-up magic save the day? So stoked. Yes. So so especially when it was not only close-up magic, it was like a fucking hot dog guy. A, like a Lego hot dog guy. Hot dog Lego <laughs> flashlight man. It was it was a Lego dress as a hot dog. Which I expected a hot dog car to be crashed into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, well, which who drove this in here? If only we knew. Um, there was so many delightful moments. This show just continues to be delightful, which each show, and we've had a fun episode four. Really took a turn from like the style of the whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. I had a good time with it. Uh, I didn't. You did Ooh. not. I was going to ask about that because last week uh, I couldn't be here, but you, Ryan, specifically you, but you all started talking about the formula I was having. I was like, here's normal high school stuff, and now here's a mystical fight. Episode four very much changed the formula the first three mm-hmm. had set up. I don't, I, I, like, I'm not against formula, and I think that this show is doing formula well. When it broke from it, this episode was so, this fourth episode about the banquet of peaches mm-hmm. was so talky like it was non-stop speeches speeches around a peaches <laughs> well, and, well i like peaches <laughs> sure but like that like they had this like uh opportunity to do a bunch of cool shit and i'm glad that they didn't do the whole thing of like hey let's show how different the genres are and like let's delight american audiences by like making fun of Mm -hmm. asian melodrama basically right like this is the this is an asian telenovela that we're essentially watching but instead from the 70s right Mm -hmm. instead what we get instead of like uh, a lot of action or thought we just get like nonstop. well here's how you should be i i think are you upset because you had to read (laughs) um interesting shut up caitlin (laughs) i I think what slowed it down is the first three episodes we've really gotten to know and love our main characters and then they go away and are not replaced by people we particularly like it was interesting ish to be like oh the hardcore stoic dad of wei chen used to be a trickster yeah it used to be like a total trickster shit and but the minute we flash back is when Wei Chen is like, I don't want to be you. And then it's like, he's heard that before. I'm like, okay, so this whole episode is leading up. So the bull guy's going to say it to him. And then it's just like, when's it get? The stuff I loved was James Hong and his wife were like 1970s TV show hosts of their own party. That's, right. mm-hmm. I want to do that in real life. Uh, and then every time we needed to transition, uh, it was their head yes. across the yeah. screen. That stuff was awesome. And I was like, this would be great as a B-plot to a modern-day episode. But so, the- like, not its full own, just kind of, like, yeah. mixed in. Gotcha. It did feel long at moments, but, I mean, it just really showed you, like, you are not, like, you get the sense that his dad is just, like, this guy who thinks he's great and always has thought he's great even when he was a lower status. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just full of himself, and you're like, okay, I a get dude. him. Yeah, he's a dude. He's a dude. But, like, uh, these two episodes, back-to-back, though, like, it made me realize something very important about the show. Because uh, I the fourth episode, right, is the 70s yeah. Asian yeah. melodrama. And then the fifth episode is a lot of um, the main character and the girl on her on their deck. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Acting terribly. Yeah. Like with the worst dialogue I've ever heard. I didn't realize that uh, the the Monkey King's son mm-hmm. is Wei Chen. Wei Chen is the show. Is the it, that is 100%. Like if he's not there, I don't care. It is like when it was just him, I really like I started to think Jin, the actor, like just couldn't act. And yeah. I didn't know where this became like I was like, was this a choice all of a sudden? Because I didn't feel like that before. Like, and I don't know if it was just the way the lines were working. But this one, I was just like, what? What's happening? And it's just I, I there's just so much delight when Wei Chin's on there. And I, and he's great. It, there is delight. But I also think it's he's the kind of actor who I think elevates the people around him. Like mm-hmm. he plays it such a high and he's such a young Dude, but he he plays at another level that other people like rise up, and I think he's a giving scene partner that they that he shines a light on them instead of being like he's the actor, the real actor who plays Wei Chen is very different than Wei Chen's dad, the character who's a selfish prick. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but watching Wei Chen charm Jin's mom was yeah. Yeah. this is what I'm talking oh, about. Beautiful, yes. Just like so naturally too, just by like I will drink your tea, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not really, and yeah. then also yes, show me your jewelry. It's that simple. To the point where like <laughs> this necklace is mine now, and as an audience member, I'm like, it is his now. He yeah. put he in the work. Charmed the shit out <laughs> yeah. of that. Yep, he earned it. How do you guys feel about this this um, journey to find the fourth pendant? They essentially have, but also it it happened quickly, which I was the fourth fine. scroll. The fourth scroll. Um, like at first, I thought it would be it take longer to get there, but I wasn't bummed with how they made this process quick and how it brought in this drunk guy. Well, also we don't know if this is the fourth scroll because no one knows what it looks like, mm-hmm. and so it's possible. I think that it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. I think this is like a part of it, but not like fully mm. everything. Also, between this and Secret Invasion, how many scrolls are we going to have to deal with? Well, you never know what a scroll is. I think that's the whole that's, point of that's this a summer. Good point. That's a good point. Uh, scroll X. And it was a real, it was a good way of pulling, like, there is something to Jin and his family because mm-hmm. it's this, the, the, if it is the fourth scroll, it's a piece of his mom and a piece of his dad. And there's something with their families and how they've been warring forever. Because as a teenager, all you want is to get away from them mm-hmm. until someone's like, oh, I'm going to fuck this shit up. And then you're like, no, the, those are my parents. Right. Now I will stand guard. Mm hmm. There was, uh, like, at the end, you know, when um, Wei Chen is trying to explain to him, like, hey, this is why I think this is the fourth scroll, and it's because your parents always fight. Yeah. Like, in the moment watching it, I was like, listen to him. He's right. But then I was, like, stepped outside for a moment, and I was like, that's fucking insane to believe for even a second. Just like- <laughs> and, like, it's a fine tightrope to walk, and I think they are, because, like, it's so, easily, it's so easy for us to always be on Wei Chen's side. But I do think... They, they write his stumbles and bumbles in a very believable way. So he mm-hmm. doesn't always articulate everything he means and wants to say. And so you can see why Jin's like, oh my, you're throwing my parents fighting in my face now and you steal my mom's necklace? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. But right, like that's typical teenage bullshit. Yeah. Is that like, and I'm not calling it bullshit. I'm sorry. It's just, it's it's the reality. It's Jin's reality is like, I don't give a shit about heaven, right. dude. Like mm. as a teenager my world is definitely revolving around me. And so, like, you know, at the end of the fourth episode, uh, we, we find out that Wei Chang has been gone Wei Chang has been gone for a month. Right. And Jin's like, no, you've been gone for a month. And then just gets on the bus because the soccer yeah, gotta go game soccer. that mm-hmm. is more important. You know? Yeah. Like, that's what it's like to be 15 years old. I think episode five, the biggest change for me was the fact that Jin doesn't seem like he had a purpose at all. Like, this whole thing. It's just like he's 
the acting was bad. It's like, why is he even here? This is Wei Chen's story. And then we finally find out the reason is because his family mm-hmm. probably is going to be something big. Um, but it's like, this is Wei Chen's story. I love it so much. And yeah. we don't need Jin right now. And I don't. I, I think what, what's a bummer about the fifth episode is because in part of the pilot that charmed me so much was uh, Jin and Amelia's flirting. Like, and it's awkward mm-hmm. and it was real and lived in. And maybe it's because both they were trying to get serious with the actors that they, they lost some of that spark that made them fun to watch and made the actors mm-hmm. know how to deliver their lines. Mm-hmm. It sure. seemed like real life awkwardness hit. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, like, that's what seemed like, it was like their, their acting couldn't shine because they were in real life awkward or something. It, if that's your mom, I understand why you're awkward. But if your dad is pop filter hall of famer, Andy Daly, then no, <laughs> there's no reason to be awkward. <laughs> Do you guys think they're handling, like, they obviously made the point of showing, like, how different both of their lives are mm. um, between the both the houses. One, she has her own private deck for her room. Crazy. Yeah. I hate my life. <laughs> anyway, would you like to adjourn to my balcony? Watch as we stroll in my balcony. <laughs> I wish my mom was meaner to me. Yes. Yeah. She's just downstairs, like, I'm going to make fajitas. I was like, fuck yeah, that's a mom. <laughs> well, honestly, um, Amelia is should uh maybe think about things more and not be so thankless right but don't run out underneath your daughter's balcony and be like fajitas, <laughs> we have fajitas? <laughs> and then hold up the whitest person cheese and the whitest person tortilla mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, 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 the mom also when she meets jen and just like she's like i made snacks and did the weirdest thing in the world of just continue to hold a platter. Yes! I swear to God. Oh. I swear to God. This is crazy, guys. I've been to parties where you take the like hors d'oeuvre plate or the snack plate and you put it on a table mm-hmm. for people to mm-hmm. jo- uh, uh, enjoy whenever they want. It felt like Stepford wifey. Like it was crazy. Oh my God. When he was like putting pressure down on that board to scoop the cheese out every single time, yes. I like m- my heart was dropping. I was like, "This whole cheese place is going down." Love what if it. she looked around and she was like, "There's no surfaces in this house. How did we build a house with no surfaces? <laughs> this is so." We either put weird. it on the floor, or we hold it with our hands. Yeah, no, we put it on the floor to do we like, like hands dogs. and knees. And put it on <laughs> we are dog people, actually. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if Amelia told told you this, but we are dog people. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, my best friend is like the son of a monkey god, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it's cool. It's, it's cool. It's cool. I accept things. <laughs> and the that mom specific, like, she wasn't even enjoying in embarrassing her daughter. Like, if I'm gonna say like, hey, dude, that's at my house. Uh, do you want to watch the play that my daughter was in? I'm gonna be enjoying it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, this is so funny that I'm embarrassing her. She wasn't even doing that. She was like, no, this is a normal thing. I'm going to put the play on. I think that was what was so weird about this. It's like, there. what is the reason all of this is happening? I get it because they're trying to do like a difference between like his family, but it's like, it's also so fake. It seemed like yeah. it didn't even seem real. And why was there any line of dialogue not said by Andy Daly? Like, why wasn't he clumping <laughs> yeah. it up this entire episode? He was just delightful in the back for like one quick half second is that quick virtual is that what hollywood (laughs) thinks of him is just like a blonde dorky dad yeah hollywood's dumb as hell they don't that's so fucked up (laughs) um i do want to talk about the um the drunk mad monk for a little bit because fucking loved when this guy was on screen Mm -hmm. every time there's just something about him when you guys get to the studio is this what you think of me is this what i look like like yeah we get this fun guy again let's put him on mic you're constantly (laughs) like they're like ryan where's your mic it's right over there and you're like i've never been to that part of the studio Dude, don't ruin my moment of the week. But like, just automatically saying, oh, I've never been over there. <laughs> Ronnie Chen is is fucking awesome. I it, like. I don't think his range is huge. Like I've seen him be him on the Daily Show, 
and then yeah. versions of him and other stuff, and I, I don't care. And I love it. His his stand up <laughs> is like very literally suit and tie, like yeah. very like. <clears throat> I will tell you a story now, and so he's obviously having a lot of fun. Uh, that beanie is barely holding that wig on. And and adds in. He looks ha- like Parappa the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> How do you feel? So we, we've gotten different like wuxia style fighting. How do you feel about the new uh, drunken master style fighting that we added here? <laughs> you fucking adored it. Loved like, it. <laughs> not to spoil my moment of the week, but it's fucking that. Like just the fact that like it's this cool ass style and it's just like the way it's just like constantly pouring beer and he's not running out of beer mm-hmm. somehow. Delightful. And if we're going to introduce a new style of fighting, we have to like go back to basics. Yeah. First of all. He's drunk as fuck. <laughs> so, like, you can't understand Drunken Master until you understand this motherfucker is drunk. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about this guy um, still kicking ass, um, drinking beer, also getting his ass kicked, and then screaming at him to look at the paintings. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. I, uh, I'm not sure where we're going to go here with this question, but I do have to ask. Um, big restaurant... That we all dine at at the same table, but there's also a giant karaoke screen. Are we there? Are we going oh to that? My Fuck yeah! God, oh for sure. There. <laughs> Ryan, do you remember? I know we don't often peel back the curtain, but in the the infancy of our friendship, we used to hang out at a place called Lee's Chinese, uh-huh. and it was a Chinese restaurant that attended with a bunch of people, like adults. On date eating. nights, eating while the two of us scream some forty one at the time, <laughs> <laughs> and not like that's not our fault. We were given a platform. <laughs> I don't know. They looked at us as if it was our fault. Yeah, but you guys I are critical the, moments in so many relationships. <laughs> I blame the KJ Rainbow for starting at nine thirty while people were still eating dinner. So many people were about to say to that other one, I think I love you. But then somebody else in the background screamed, <laughs> Dr. Sin, I should have had an abortion. <laughs> abortion. <laughs> Getting in their face with it. Uh, you know what? I don't love you. I, I well, decided I don't, I don't love you. I don't think I love anything. proposal like my name is El Nino. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we would absolutely be there. Can you hear in the background those two guys that have saying that thing you do 12 times in a row? <laughs> yeah, man, that's just how Chinese restaurants work, I guess. <laughs> that's just how it is here. You never know how it's going to be. Um, but yeah, between these two episodes, different styles. I don't know if we'll get more of the different styles. We also got, we're getting more of a tie-in um or at least they kind of teased it, a tie-in with the main actor to that show. I don't remember the name of the sitcom that's yeah. always playing the oh. racist-ass one. Um, Oops, all Asians? Yeah. Uh, Falling so down or breaking down it's or something. Wong or... Um, is this the first time we've seen the actor? Yes. yes. Okay. The, yeah. In His thing is, day. what could go Wong? What could go yeah. wrong? Wong. Yeah. Wong. Right? His last name is Wong. I don't want to say he it. Can't remember, say well, it. remember, it's racist. <laughs> that well, feels, no. That feels Wong, honestly. Um, but yeah, His it's name is Wong. So. The first time we see him in the modern day looking so damn handsome still. And, and uh, he seems like sort of proud of his. Yeah, he was like, he was like good. It is getting a lot uh-huh. of traction. You know, you know, he had that little smile. Yeah. yeah. After he just got a good little meal. But I'm excited to see how he also plays into this whole mm-hmm. yeah, thing it, going like, on now. As far, far as we're veering from the comic books, I do feel like the one thing that the comic book did that the show's going to do is like everything's going to come crashing together yes. in the last episode. Yeah, that feels very for clear. And, and it won't feel, I don't think it'll feel contrived. I think they're, they're weaving such a huge tale. Man, the show rules. Yeah. 
It's good. Even when the episodes aren't great, it's still fucking good. I gotta say. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ooh, if we weren't going to try and complete it next week, I would be out. Really? Yeah. I'm a little low. What? Yeah. No way. These two episodes left me high and dry. Really? Damn dog. Not Damn even dog. like the, the close-up magic and the wiener? And karaoke. Believe and it or not, I I hang out with Mike, so I've seen so much close-up magic and wiener <laughs> <laughs> together. Man, did you guys pre-write that? That was a perfect setup. Uh, well, on that note, let's go to moments of the week. Uh, Ryan, what do you got? Uh, Mike ruined it. It's uh, <laughs> the wiener. It's uh, no. Jin saying, "Didn't I see you over there?" And he's like, "Oh no, I've never been over there." <laughs> That's just. You just pointed to a corner. Yeah. You don't. You don't know whether or not you've ever been over there. You drunk, so good, long-haired, beanied fuck. Uh, just my response to everything now. Just no. I don't know. I've never, I've never been there. Been there. No. That's Trump. That's how he does. He's like, no, I've never been over there. No, no, no. no. Uh, Mike, moment of the week. Uh, I'm gonna have two. They're they're short, quick ones. Uh, Wei Chen just saying, I'll learn this sausage man trick later. <laughs> like, I have no time for your sausage man trick. Just the way he delivers it is so funny. And then uh, my least favorite karaoke song in the world is Sweet Caroline. But the parents having a maybe we get divorced talk while Sweet Caroline is coming out the background. Yes. And they're up there singing is so fucking funny. Also, you've been in enough karaoke bars being drunk uh, or with somebody else drunk where they're like, you guys are missing the best part. Just yeah. running around saying, no, the sweet, Car- she's being sweet right now, and her name is Caroline. The fact that it went from this moment of them having fun to this huge talk that ruins so many fucking relationships, mm-hmm. I was like, beautiful. This second is what karaoke we, does. we entered the second act of the movie. That's what yeah. it felt like. I don't, I don't know how you see a couple with Jin's mom's hairdo and Jin's dad's glasses, where you're not like, no, that, that's a divorce. <laughs> it's divorced. not going to last. <laughs> Uh, my moment of the week, we also already talked about it, but it's the the fight with the drunk mad monk. Uh, Caitlin, what's your moment of the week? Uh, my moment of the week is the Bible study group getting drunk um, at karaoke. It's getting beautiful. twisted. Getting fucking twisted. Also, them sitting around a circle at their Bible study and uh, Wei Chen's there and they're talking about how they have to be truthful. So they go out and use that moment to talk about your baked goods aren't actually really any good. And I'm just doing this because the Bible told me that I need to be <laughs> truthful. So I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> And it's beautiful. Weird book, that Bible. Should yeah. we review that next week? <laughs> Might as well. There's the a Bible? comic version. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing. Our, there is a comic book Our crumb drew Bible man. Uh, the illustrated Bible, and it is filthy, and I don't think Christians like it, because they, <laughs> they describe gross shit in there, and he draws it in his R. Crumb style, and it's great. Um... We can do that one if you guys want. That is all the time we have to talk about American-born Chinese. I do have time to talk about a website, though. And, Mike, I've heard um, you got a big website idea coming up. So Yeah, it, I, I wasn't sure if I was ready, so I was not making eye contact, hoping I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't. Uh, unfortunately, I was looking down, and I didn't realize you were almost taking off headphones, <laughs> stepping away from Mike, so, um, oh, and it's Australian. unfortunate. <laughs> What's so weird is that, like, Caitlin and I are pissed right now because we right. weren't called out, and now Mike is sad because he was called out. <laughs> but it's just, it's so beta. It's so not ready, so no judgment, but it is called LazarusPit.net, and, like, uh-huh. death is part of life, right? We all know that. and We all do. So what Lazarus Pit does, is it's kind of Ancestry.com meets chat gpt meets so you're already you're throwing some exciting terms yeah at it's me. meets uber this. uh so <laughs> it's gonna be big book yeah so say grandma dies you clip her nail before she gets buried or uh burned right 
Clipper mm-hmm. Nails and all the recordings you probably have of her, all the pictures you have of Grandma, and you send them to me at Lazarus. To you personally. So, well, they, again, it's not quite ready. I do have a P.O. box set up, so you send it to my P.O. box, and I take your Ugh. grandma's leavings and pictures and recordings of her voice. And then we put them in to our algorithm, and then it is basically just like grandma is there in the computer with you forever. Now, Mike, I'm getting a lot of emails but about I own your her. website. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the last part? No, you go. No, I'm sorry. What was that last sentence that you said? I own your grandma now. <laughs> um, I'm getting a lot of emails like, hey, bud, love you. This is to me. Mm. Love you. Love your performance on the show. I think that you're an incredible podcaster. I think nice. that you're very smart and handsome. You sound <laughs> handsome. Your voice sounds handsome. When I listen to you on the show, cool you sound email. handsome. You seem very smart and handsome. What's that to do with um, my website? But uh, oh, I'm getting there. But oh. <laughs> I mean, what is your website? Interrupt.com. I mean, <laughs> I do own that. Um, but uh, hey, your friend Mike's uh, website, LazarusPit.com. It's dot net. Dot net. Um, is it more like LazarusPit.net or is it more PetCemetery.net? That's what I'm worried about. Is because you get a lot of emails that say all this. I get a lot of emails that ask this specific question. Are you from the future? Do you have timewarp.net? Because this is beta. This is beta, and I've not announced it publicly yet. So, and yet I get a lot of emails. (laughs) I don't know. It gets about Uh, thirty. Should I send you to (laughs) improv.com to understand how to answer this question? Is this somebody's? Grandma that I brought back, who is now emailing you, that yeah, means she, um, she's broken through the firewall. I threw uh, 12 of my grandmother's toenails into this pit. How did I have 12? Not important. And she came back as a royal fucking bitch. She doesn't like murder anybody. She just nags constantly. Well, she can't murder anybody. She's on the computer, and this is real life. This is not M3 again. <laughs> that, that's that's later. That's much later. Yeah, we're that's working still on beta. it. Yeah. So I think I understand this. In conclusion, I understand this website perfectly. I think yeah. I need to know how Uber is involved. Well, <laughs> you know. It's beta. It's, it's fucking beta. It's in beta, and it's just like. It's, the do we drive around? Is a car, is it, is it like no, a kit situation like, where your grandma is a car? It's like the Uber of, yes, I'm working on. Hold on. Think. Now, let's <laughs> rethink this. Night Twelve Rider. toenails create a grandmother car. Well, well yeah, because Night Rider and Kit, so it's based yeah. on that too. So yeah, you and your grandma's yeah. ghost in the car will solve crimes if that's what Hell you yeah. want to do or commit crimes. Good chow, I love that. Whether or not you want to solve crimes, you're going to be solving crimes <laughs> while you're happen. inside your grandma who's not. <laughs> Wait, hold on. And I own your grandma. Like, do I wear her like a costume, or do you mean inside? Like, um, you know how you get your car and fuck it. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, but it's your grandma. Before this no, somehow it gets worse, which and I don't know is I have even to be clear possible. in the fine print. I own her. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Um, so she's a whore. You've turned my grandmother into a whore that I fuck. <laughs> he cranks yeah, that mean, every day, too. I'm a pimp. I think you turned her into a whore. <laughs> I have to transfer that's, this into our fucking Plato right there. <laughs> partners who sponsor this and support this. They're such wholesome and clearly, folk. <laughs> clearly, this website already becomes huge because you did bring back a grandma already, and I'm only assuming it's because I sent you to my friend Cybersprout.net uh, to help build that website. I that's because they do what p- I do without them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolutely, you heard it here. Uh, they offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security maintenance, backup, speed optimization, and they'll even migrate your website for free. They focus on collaboration, you guys. They love um, they love all the ideas you throw out at them and all the ads we do for them. That's Cybersprout.net, your partner for a digital world. Coming up next, it's the pull list. We are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Fear the Walking Dead. On this week's episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Morgan is back in Georgia in order to kill his zombie son, Dwayne. Mo and Grace show up to help him, and in the process, the group gets captured by Padre's peeps, then escape, then kill a bunch of walkers, and also get bit by walkers. Taste buds, I ask you, you guys ever been to Georgia? I've been to Georgia! <laughs> Hey, save that for the outro, random person who just came on stage. <laughs> I don't know who that was, but get off, Mike. You're not. It's not your time yet. I have not been to Georgia. I've been to North Florida, which is very North close geographically Florida? and mm. uh, vibe-wise to Georgia. I think I've been to Louisiana. Do you guys ever like uh, at this point in the show? I uh, get nervous about who is going to come on for the end credits. Like I'm already starting to sweat about that. Yeah, Cassie has a magical power that if you say a thing, it uh, she yeah. can turn it real. And so yeah, you're just like right now being like, oh, somebody said a weird phrase that sort of sounded like a name. Oh fuck! Because right now I'll be like, oh hey, what if I had toenails for hair? And then that's it. I'm fucked in the intro, <laughs> outro. You're sorry. Yeah. No, so I've just never been of- to fucking Georgia. I don't think anybody has. Thank you for answering. The devil has. That's <laughs> so right. Mm-hmm. Fear the Walking Dead is Sundays on AMC. Our next show is Superman and Lois. On this week's episode of Superman and Lois, Clark helps Lois prepare for her mastectomy, um, but must leave the boys and help John Henry and General Lane track down the Mannheims. John Henry and Nat butt heads over the desire to help Mateo, and Bruno's plans goes awry and P- Pia's um, condition worsens. Taste buds, I ask you this. How depressed are you? Uh, how depressed do you think I am for missing this week's? Did Very. You, Caitlin, why did you miss it? Are you busy at work? What's up, bro? I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I'm going to be so excited when I watch it tomorrow. But, hey, God, I'm so sad that I missed this. Yeah? Bud. Did you watch it? No. Same. <gasps> same boat. Okay. God damn. I will, I we, will scream next week. Do you know what just... we did this week, Caitlin? What? We're the reason Superman Lois is getting canceled. Gotham Knights yeah. is getting canceled. No, that's up. it. It's getting canceled <gasps> now. Guys no! It. Wait, wait. Hold stop! Is it actually canceled? Don't no, don't, don't do the show joke thing with me. You fucking tell me right <laughs> you, now. You you fucking hey, look, you fucking stop oh, this shit. I know it's funny to be Caitlin, but like I need you to be fucking <laughs> serious with me right don't now. Don't fucking play with my goddamn heart. Oh my god, this season is so good, and yeah. I'm so sad that I missed this. But we do have a break after this, so I'm like, I can catch up. Honestly, uh, as far as mastectomy goes, if I needed to take two boobs off the show, I'd take those two sons out of here. <laughs> Are you serious? Right now? Get them out! Get them out! <laughs> wow! Do you guys ever wish that you had like a big cane that you could just wheel me off stage? <laughs> oh, I thought you were a big cane to like spin around after you make a great joke. I was gonna say that one. That one di- wouldn't deserve it. That one was a banger. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, Superman and Lois is Tuesdays on the CW. Our next show is Gotham Knights. This week on Gotham Knights, Mike learns that Druella's name is actually Duella, and we've been saying it wrong for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Duella discovers who her true father is after taking Turner to see her mother. Cullen turns to Carrie for help while Stephanie and Harper go dancing. Taste buds, I ask you this. Guess who Duella's deadbeat dad is that let her be adopted by the Joker? 
Is it oh, the wow. Harvey Dent? Yeah, I was gonna say you have one guess, and it's that. So that means. <laughs> well, thanks, Caitlin, for ruining the game. God, I was. I had a lot of guesses. Yeah. But... Do you know how many Batman characters? Uh, is it Killer Croc? It, it might be Killer Croc. Oh, it's Harvey Dent. Uh, that this means oh, attorney at law, Misha Barton, not Misha Barton, Misha Collins, <laughs> Misha Collins, Harvey Dent, impregnated a mental patient at Arkham Asylum for the criminally insane. Love and it. then left her. Mm-hmm. This this me Harvey Dent should go on the movie talk to her. He's that disgusting. What the <laughs> fuck? Wow. <laughs> this show is crazy. Can't believe people in a watch bad it. way. It's in a bad way. Yeah, in a bad way. Crazy. Uh, but if you do want to watch it, it's Tuesdays on the CW. Our last show is Riverdale. Uh, Gotham Knights is about to be canceled, by the way. Oh Thank really? God. Oh no! Thank God. Along with a uh, Superman. Don't say it. This week on Riverdale, it's Halloween. <gasps> we learned that Halloween has been banned for years in the city, but these rascally teens are dead set on reviving it. Meanwhile, Betty reaches peak. Horniness and is about to explode all over Archie and Reggie. Taste buds, I ask you this: girls don't actually get horny, do they? Never. Has that ever happened? Never. Never. Not once in the history of woman. I love this undercurrent of this season of like, and Betty's horny again. <laughs> no, she's, Mike. It's every week. It gets worse. She's too. She's horny. like has like horny like powers basically, where she's just ready to blow. Right. She has horny she's, powers where she's ready to blow. She's too horned up. She's watching Archie and Reggie work on a car, mm. and she just closes her eyes for one second, and then she's getting fucking. <laughs> what's that term? Gangbang. Howard. Oh, by the two of them. On screen, on the CW. Pick on a spit. Wow. Pick on a spit. Just My God. Around. Uh, oh, uh, what do they call it in uh, Chasing Amy? Chinese finger trapped. Chinese finger trap. Jesus. Betty. <laughs> Betty, can I do my moment of the week right now, Cassie? Yeah, you can. Uh, so it's Halloween, and she comes downstairs dressed as Goldilocks. And Archie, uh, Reggie, and Dilton are all in costume, and they all think that they're going to hook up with her. And she says, well, I'm Goldilocks because why pick a bed if you could get in bed with everyone and then decide? I thought she was going to say she's going for three bears at once. but (laughs) Well, it wouldn't be those three then. They're otters at best. Yeah. (laughs) I can't remember. It's been too long, Riverdale. Oh, man. But the true love story here is absolutely Archie and Reggie. No matter what happens, they can't stop. Like, no, you stop. Like. They'll like flick grease on each other and they'll be like, No, <laughs> you got me dirty. You stop. It's amazing to watch. And this, like, it's very basic. Like, there's no more melodrama. There's no more. It's not the Riverdale that we used to think of. It's just two guys not wanting to admit that they love each other. <laughs> two dudes being dudes working on a car. That's all it is. <laughs> you, you got oil on me, Archie. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, Riverdale's Wednesdays on the CW. That is it for the poll list. Coming up next, it's Extaz. Welcome to Eggs Tasmania. Next up is the second part of a series looking back at the animated TV show X-Men the Animated Series called Looking Back on the Animated Series called X-Men the Animated Series Part 2. Looking back at the animated series X-Men the Animated Series. This week for the second part Two, we're figuring out our favorite heroes, you guys, um, our favorite X-Men heroes. And before we do that, we got to determine what is a hero. Uh, first of all, I like uh, because fucking 
uh, I don't know, Mike, who's your guy? Wolverine, probably. Yeah, but this uh, fucking guy, a Wolverine. Uh, it doesn't matter what he did in Punisher number one, starring Wolverine. Like this is just Extaz. Yes, just Extaz. And so it doesn't matter what Hugh Jackman did. Hugh Jackman, God, but he is buff though. Can we? Uh, he's a huge jacked man. He's fucking <laughs> huge, dude. That's a Scott Ackerman joke. Um, but yes, just Extaz. Solely what we have seen, just what we experienced. Because we're looking back on Extaz. There are so um, few heroes on this show, then. <laughs> Can we find one? Oh, yeah. We could probably find one. Because it's Guy Rich, right? Kill those muties? <laughs> he just he cares about the people. Um, but let's all say, what does a hero mean to us? How are we picking our heroes? Caitlin, when you think of a hero, what does that mean? When I think of a hero... I um, think about capes. I think about what they're wearing. Um, I think about the raddest person in the room. Fashion for sure. Fashion forward. And then next thing after fashion is punching forward. Now, some of these uh, heroes are dealing with fast fashion. Mm -hmm. They're getting their uniforms from Skeen. Is that what we call it? Skeen. Sheen. I don't know. Sheen. Is that kosher? Is that cool? No. No. Because it's like child labor is never cool, Ryan. And I think I've always stood for that. Uh, I think I'm going to pick Caitlin as my hero. And I I think I've always stood for that. I think the best part Uh, of that is that she did a little kickflip and put on her sunglasses after she said that. (laughs) So fucking cool. Um, Mike, what's a hero to you? I I think uh, similar to what Caitlin said, but uh, better. I think uh, <laughs> somebody who's who's compassionate. Sorry, Caitlin just ate a jar of jalapenos. <laughs> compassionate, talented, uh, capable, uh, and cape? I. She cape- said capable. Yeah, that, yeah, well, that's a similar part. And then uh, right. gives really dramatic speeches before they do mm. absolutely anything. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So, so important. Fashion. He forgot about the fashion part. Cape, capable. Mm. Uh, right. Okay, thank you for remembering my name. That was cool. Yeah. Um, uh, to me, a hero is like just be compelling, um, and engaging, and like make me want to follow your story. Um, wear like blue, and then like with a gold yeah. thing, and mm-hmm. then like have a gold visor. You He's know? not biased, and then but... uh, show uh, shoot red. This could be out anybody. Of your eyes. Any. That's any what a hero is. Buddy. Uh, what did Abraham Lincoln tell Atticus Finch? It's the same thing I'm saying right now. Well, wear blue and shoot red visors out of your eyes. Mm-hmm. And then he said, you "Shoot the visors." Shoot the visor. yeah. Wow, what a superpower! I could shoot more visors. So now everybody in this room's wearing a visor. <laughs> Do you guys remember the classic Magneto True quote? Oh my God, he's hitting me with visors. <laughs> All right, well, it's clear that Ryan might have a bias in this, but we're going to figure out who the best hero is of X-Taz. Um, starting off, guys, brackets. We have a good amount of... Um, the correct amount, Cassie. The correct amount. Some might say that 16 heroes stand before us. Mm. Number one seed, we got Cyclops going against number 16 seed, Cannonball. Cyclops, I didn't know he was going to be here. That's, oh, <laughs> that's Ryan, crazy. Uh, before we go off, I would like Cassie or Caitlin to tell us what they think Cannonball is all about. That was so bold of you to ask that, because um, I would love to ask who the fuck Cannonball is. Uh, I was <laughs> literally Googling him at this uh, moment. The biggest ears. Okay. Do you remember the the mining town? Yes. Yeah. Where this one kid saved all the people from the exploding mining town? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, cannonball. that's cannonball? Yeah. 
Fucking way better than Cyclops. Shit, you, <laughs> Mike, we should not have made them remember. Eat shit and die. You know he's not better than Cyclops, you liar. I'm sorry, he probably saved more people than Cyclops right. did. You, he Cyclops saved... has been saving people since he was Cannonball's age and he's twice his age now. What has are you talking he... about? You has he crack. been or has other people been doing it for him and Cassie, he's just been screaming? All we did was shit on that Cannonball episode. We Love said that it was guy. the best. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a better call Saul situation all over again. <laughs> Take him out in the first round. <laughs> Fuck this don't, guy. No, don't. There's Cyclops four of us. What is do we a do? leader. Yeah, we, we, I think it's Cassie gets the extra mode. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Um, all right, don't we, do let's it. Go, let's go to votes, you guys. It will be fair here. Caitlin, Why Cyclops v Cannonball. Go to Mike first. Okay, Mike, Cyclops v Cannonball. Who's moving on? Cyclops. Okay, Ryan. I Cyclops. Cannonball okay. was a Caitlin? doof in one episode. Okay. Um, I guess I'll give it to Cyclops because I can't remember Cannonball. There we go. Okay. All there right. we go. That was close. That All was right. close. That's official. I don't know if it's correct, but Cyclops <laughs> is moving on. Um, we have our next matchup. We got number eight seed Jean Grey versus number nine Professor X. Oh, fuck that guy! <laughs> fuck that guy! Fuck that How guy. many times did Professor X trip for no reason? And it's actually a lot. His chair would turn it's over a lot. Literally. Well, that's just a hydraulics problem. When he tried to <laughs> These are the two heroes that were on the ground. The yeah, they both time. fall all of the time because <laughs> the writers are like, "Well, they're too powerful. What is their yeah. greatest weakness?" The earth. I have so much mental power. <laughs> oh my god, I fell down a cliff. Uh, but Gene is like, better than Professor X. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. What? All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> gonna take the fall guy? I was gonna let you try to make a podcast out of this one, but I just came at you. Um, Slimy D, do we need to go to votes? No. All right, Gene Gray's moving on. On that one, our next matchup, we have number four seed Rogue versus number 13, Angel slash Archangel. Oh. So tell me about Angel's butt. I bet you can't because you all you can only think of Rogue's butt. When I say think of Angel's butt, <laughs> you're only thinking of Rogue's butt. I'm thinking butt. of my Angel's butt, Ryan, and her name is Rogue. <laughs> Anna Marie. So again, when we think about heroes, we think about that ass. Also, like we our least favorite episodes. I would say on a whole, where the one-on-ones are like the solo adventures, yeah. and I, I think that rogues were probably the best out of those. Well, and hers ranged, right? Because everybody else, you're like, oh, Wolverine's gonna go to an isolated place. People are gonna hate mm-hmm. him, and they're gonna realize they should help him. Uh, and Rogue, she had the Ms. Marvel stuff. She had uh-huh. the like dealing with Mystique stuff. Yeah, hers went all over the place. She would also say, uh, well, that's leaving me blanker than a blank under blank. I'm more nervous than a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. <laughs> She's just great. Um, another Slammy D? Slammy D? Wait, who's the other one? Angel. Angel, Angel. slash Archangel. Yeah, fuck that guy. That fucking He's blonde rich. He's a white, rich bitch. Yeah. Fucking rich bitch. That's all you need to know. Fuck that. Not moving on. Our next matchup, we got fifth-seeded B versus 12th-seeded Colossus. Who's the fifth seed? Beast. You didn't finish oh, that yeah, word. You just said B. I heard B. <laughs> I thought you were just like, he's your friend. You just call him B. This is my B. B. Little B over here. Sorry, I've seen Fast X Look. recently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because of how Ryan said we have to ignore every other incarnation we know about B. Uh, we fucking hate this guy in this house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sucks, dude. This guy, the, the other guy, comes up and he's like, "What's what's up, my sister?" 
I will fight you. What's up? What are you, the Russian government? I will fight you. What do I have? Metal skin? I will fight you. It's Colossus. Yeah, Colossus rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just, he's just yeah. red. <laughs> um, what, what am I, not Frasier? <laughs> and you know, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't constantly talk. He's got. He's a man of few words and beefy muscles, so... You know where I'm going on this one, but... Oh, are you talking about me, too? <laughs> of course, Ryan. Again, everyone emails you how handsome you are. Um, Slammy D. Colossus movie. Yeah, Colossus. Colossus. Perfect. These are all a little get, slammier than I expected. Get beast out of here. It'll get harder yeah. uh, as we move on. Uh, you know how brackets work, Mike, right? No. He just loves slamming that D. No. I don't either, Mike. It's okay. That D. Um, next up, we got second-seated Wolverine versus 15 Kalisto. Who's Kalisto? Kalisto and is why is he going to get beat by the Wolverine? Leader of it's the a Morlocks. girl. Oh? She has an eye patch. Uh, Storm beats her and fights all the time to lead the Morlocks. Mm. She has an eye patch, which is produced by Apple, yes? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She can see all of <laughs> her patch. messages right Did there. Did you get it? It was good. Yes, it was yeah. good. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Um, Wolverine. It w- w- what warriors we would be if we kicked out Wolverine in the first round? But I don't think we can. It'd be too punk rock. And look, Callisto only goes to the sewers, and Wolverine goes where he wants to go. <laughs> and also, like, as much as he sucks, he also needs to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, I need this fucking character here. So, um, calling for a slammy D again, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. it's Wolverine. D- Great, D- D- Wolverine. Moving on. I believe, and uh, I believe, and I quote Caitlin, "Who's Callisto?" So yeah, <laughs> that that sums it up. Uh, next up, we got seven seeded Jubilee versus number ten seed Morph. Ooh. Oh, this is really hard for young a Mike. double explosion. <laughs> Kill them both. Uh, Absolutely not. Now, Jubilee is the reason for the season. Yes, I know I'm a Morph yep. guy, <laughs> but Cass- what is that, Mike? Cass- Cassie? Can you describe what I'm holding up? He's got a VH style um, action figure for Jubilee herself, and it looks rad as fuck. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. such a good yellow trench coat. Um, Caitlin, do you have any argument here? Um, Hold up a toy instead of an argument. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jubilee shoots uh, sparks out of her hands, and that's cool. <laughs> All right. I've seen her do hero things like twice. Jubilee Perfect. is like uh she like led children once and I saw that. She does lead children. <laughs> yep. But she's also like But not uh, a cult way, it's like not cool, you know. Supposed to be RPOV into the X Men world. Mm-hmm. Uh um, makes me feel like shit every time I see her. She it. is the second most annoying character. <laughs> yeah. But the After. most is Morph. So <laughs> That's crazy and <laughs> upsetting. Um Morph deserves better than this, but I guess are we doing a slammy D for you guys here? Is it Jubilee? I mean, for me, it's Jubilee I'd for have, sure. Okay, I'd have a morph toy if they had him out yet. But <laughs> yeah, it's Jubilee. Does a mom yeah, make right. chili fries? <laughs> Thank you for bringing her catchphrase. All right, next up we got third seated Storm versus fourteenth long shit is what's written here. But I believe <laughs> it's long shot. All right, so. I have a I have a memo from the board that said. That they tried to write long shot, but they accidentally wrote long shit and found it so funny they could not change it. Uh, the board often calls ever me have long one of those? Shit. Like instead of for once in your life, instead of diarrhea, instead of a bunch of turtlets, it's just that long shit. It's just a you long know? shit. Just a perfect soft serve. 
Spiral. Mm. The dream. Mm. The fucking dream. But no, I think it, his name is Ling Shit. So. <laughs> uh, um, it's Aurora Monroe. Come on. Yeah, this one this one would be insane to move shit boy past, but um <laughs> Slammy D. And if, if we're going with an X-Men with a star-based eye, it's Shatterstar, who I don't think is how did Mojo? How did Mojo never say at any point, long shot? More like long shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would have crippled long shit. Uh, Should have been, but we're moving Storm on. Also, his girlfriend. Eight do you remember? Yeah. What's her name? I don't remember. Spiral. That's a different type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next round, we have six-seeded Gambit versus 11-seed Nightcrawler. Oh, Mm. hey, Nightcrawler. Hey. Uh, Can, like, okay, so a lot of this is bunk because it's, like, the main characters versus the side characters. Mm. What if we were to kick a main character out right the fuck now? Right for it. All for it. Fuck Gambit. Now... It's not based on stink because you know Nightcrawler stinks as well. Like, they both <laughs> stink. He stinks like sulfur. That's not his yeah. fault. It's it's fire and brimstone on this guy. It is Gambit's choice to smell the way he smells. <laughs> <laughs> so like jambalaya. All the time. Gambit's not bamfing. I say Nightcrawler. Yeah, me too. Caitlin, sure. Nightcrawler. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know. They're both kind of tied for me. That's insane. Gambit sucks ass. We have. Um, I'd rather have Nightcrawler preach at me. Yeah, night- anybody. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. That's true. True. Okay, I'll give him that. He <laughs> does just try to give you over to the Lord, that's, but yeah, that's I think annoying. I tune out every single time I see Nightcrawler. I'm like, oh god, he isn't getting preached at. But it's in a fun accent, so that's true. He is Christian and German. Too late. He just on. preaches. Is that his superpower? Because yeah. well, well, you know like. what sucks, and I know we only have to go through X tests. Uh, what none of the adaptations of Nightcrawler capture is what a fun, goofy, like he acts like a pirate, but on purpose. Like he's such a swashbuckler, fun having. Son of He's a, gun. a swashbuckler. <laughs> Love that guy. Like in a bath, in a can you imagine that guy in a bathtub? So many fun and games. <laughs> that made me. What chortle. a good laugh to have. After <laughs> that. <laughs> that, that was that was a legit <laughs> real laugh. All right, you guys. Round two is where it's going to start to get hard. Now we have Cyclops versus Jean Grey. Oh damn! Whoa, we must Married split couple. them. Yeah. Um, Cyclops doesn't eat shit during every battle. <laughs> But Jean Grey was the only one who saved. Basically, when they need to save people, it's Jean Grey. Uh, Cyclops' name isn't the answer for when somebody asks me what the most boring pair of pants I can have. Jean Grey. Grey is a pretty edgy pair of jeans. Grey jeans. When you yeah, put really? her on. that correctly, man. Yeah, it's you're making a fucking statement with. All those. right, but tell that person at the jean store you want Cyclops. Then it doesn't work. Mm, yeah, I want to see what they come like, up with. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. We again. Ryan is biased. I think it's insane. Jean Grey is so powerful. But Mike, what are you leaning towards? Yeah, Jean Grey is so powerful. She does so little, and if she does do more. She turns evil and tries to kill a bunch of people. It's Cyclops mm. for me, dog. Wow. Okay. Um. Caitlin, I feel like isn't it like they won now? Uh, it's two. Okay, I'll do Jean Grey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I technically have two votes here, but I don't want to deal with the wrath, so I will move a Cyclops on. No, you want to um, be correct. You want to come correct. Let's go, women. You're moving on. Cyclops, our next round, we have Rogue versus Colossus. These are oh. two. Now, if we're comparing asses. It's daddy versus mommy. They yeah, both strong, have good asses. Strong and asses. accents. The two of the best yes. accents on the show. Doll. This is True hard. That. This is hard. Uh, uh, I Just would, like Colossus' abs. I would say Colossus... <laughs> 
you did good moving this far. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's the That's Rogue Show, enough. baby. Caitlin, any complaints with that? No. All right. Rogue Show. Thank you, Colossus, for your time. Um, next up, we have Wolverine versus Jubilee. Oh, no. This is so hard. This is Daddy versus Mommy. Oh, Mike's <laughs> getting more props. <laughs> oh, no. What will oh, people look at? Oh, he's got them both. The two he's got his buddies. <laughs> Christ. You know Mike has had sex before? That's also, impossible. Where is he pulling these toys from? Why are they surrounding I'm him? Good at in his ass. We talked about this during American Born Chinese. <laughs> he knows magic. They were all hot dogs at one point. <laughs> Little magic boy. Uh, this one's actually tough because one is the star of the show. The other is the star of the show. Like Wolverine has the most isolation episodes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but Jubilee is our POV. I want to. But who's a hero? I don't want to be iconoclastic, but I sort of want to go with Jubilee. Oh, fun. Ryan's voting for a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. But what about her emails? Oh, <laughs> uh, never mind Wolverine. <laughs> Is Wolverine the Donald Trump and Jubilee the Hillary Clinton of our generation? I hope not. I think Mojo's uh, Donald Trump. Uh, there, true. Uh, Mike, Wolverine, or Jubilee? I have issues with both of them. Mm-hmm. I have to vote for Wolverine, though. Come on, guys. All right. Yeah. Give me that good smell, boy. It's the power of smell. It makes him so so much a hero. Oh God, do you remember when he whiffed that? The that seat? seat? <laughs> Heroes don't new. smell seats. <laughs> <laughs> but Wolverine does for all of us. All right, Jubilee, you made it a little bit further. Wolverine is moving on, though. Uh, we now got Storm versus Nightcrawler. My friends. Kurt, Wagner, we love you so much, but um, how much time did we spend talking about Aurora Monroe? Yeah, on this show. Also, coolest outfits of anyone. Yeah, yeah. She had a she fucking. Does have the Do you remember her earrings? Yeah, lightning yeah. bolts. Lightning, mm-hmm. lightning bolts. Mm-hmm. That's like that. Her power is lightning, and she has lightning bolt earrings. One of the few X Men to when they wear civvies looks great. Not mm-hmm. like a doofer. <laughs> yeah, not just putting on like a trench coat over yeah. some bullshit. Yeah, and how Mike? Sometimes she she will say, uh, "How does it? What is? How does a toe deal with lightning?" Like everyone else, that's not X Men the anime and series. Yes. Delivered poorly, not the right line. Fucking burn, bro. Wow, Damn. Where's your action figure? I feel like Toad right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Storm is moving on from this. Thank you so much, Nightcrawler. All right, our semifinals, you guys. We have Cyclops v Rogue. Whoa, this is really coming for you two specifically. Caitlin vote first. Make Caitlin vote first. Rogue. All right, she's going for dead ass. Dead uh, ass always wins. Mike, where are you going? Yeah, follow the nose. It's dead ass. Dead Ooh. ass. Oh, I'm also going for best ass. Cyclops. Oh, okay. You can vote best hero, but you know he does not have the best ass. He's a liar. Um, I will now use my vote. It's obviously going to be Rogue. Fuck Cyclops at this point, you guys. He made it so far, but Rogue will be moving on. He made on. it so far. He was the number one seed. He should have won this whole thing. That's insane. Uh, I don't know who made him the number He's one seed. He's the best seed. hero. That's fucking insane. But Ryan, semifinals. You can feel good about it, bro. Um, But again, do you want me to pull up a picture of Rogue's ass for you? Will that make you feel better? Oh, no, it's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Next up, we got Wolverine versus Storm. Whoa. Storm. This is cool because <laughs> th- 
This is cool because we don't have to bounce Wolverine on somebody stupid. Yes. We can bounce him on somebody mm-hmm. who's somebody awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. The character who did get super popular versus the character who should have rightly been the super popular spin-out character of this show. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, we have a slammy D in the semifinals. That's Storm moving on. Oh! That takes us to our final round, guys. Let's go women. Cyclops. Rogue v. Storm. Who are we making our ultimate hero? I am a little torn on this one because I know that Storm received the most awards, right? As far as MVP, like her power is insane. But Rogue's arc throughout the show, Storm, I think, was sort of like a uh, harass aside. Um. I think I'm going to have to go with Rogue here because st- when they tried to like uh, make Storm a more three-dimensional character, it was kind of like weird and stoic and like, oh, we don't really know the story that we're trying to tell. I like the Rogue stories better. Okay. So here's to you. Good stories. Yes. All right. I support it. And Mike? S. And S. Mike, what about you? Now, early on when you said, what is a hero? I said... That they are capable, that's both of them. I said they're talented, that's both of them. I did say they make big dramatic speeches before they do literally anything. That's mm-hmm. Storm. I gotta go with Storm. It's very wow. Storm, absolutely. Uh, Caitlin, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Cassie, this is hard. I know. Um, we have two beautiful women right in front of me and um, two very capable people. And Caitlin, if you want to nope. take this time to complain about the fact that there's no man mm-hmm. in the final round, you mm-hmm. can do that right now. No, I'm not going to take one second to do okay. that. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to take 10 more seconds to just think because um, I can. Um, man, choose. Um, She channeled Storm there, a version of her. Uh, just kind of makes sound effects here. Um, it was a tough battle, but guys, it can be announced. Our favorite hero of Extaz is Storm. I feel like it could have been called from the beginning. Yeah. I think that we did a good job of making it dramatic, yeah. even though we all knew where it was going to land. You're welcome for all the sounds. I think um, that made it dramatic. Deadline? Should we call deadline right deadline. now? Yeah. And just be like... Uh, podcast announces storm to be best actress of a 92 cartoon mm-hmm. and just hang up no follow-up questions <laughs> <laughs> nothing else not the name of the podcast CMZ, just, get away from podcast. us we've already called deadline all right you guys but that is it thank you for helping me figure out um our favorite hero it is now the end of the show which means it's just time to plug things and it also means i have to get you guys off mic um, so I'm going to send Ryan off mic right now, mm. not because of any particular reason, but because no, it feels you are, offensive, you but are no, I'll a, leave. a Cyclops, um, enthusiast, but I do need you off. And we actually do have, I had to get him out of the room because this is a big get and he would fangirl so hard. We do have Cyclops here himself to tell us about another show on the network. Well, hello. Do I talk right here? Right there. Yep. Right into the into mic. Into this microphone. Yep. That's how it works. Now watch out, because where I talk is where I look, and you never, you, you don't want to be in the way of where I look. You, but you do have your shades on, right? I remember when I contacted you, I was like, "Hey, the shades have to be on because I don't want to die." I brought two things: my visor and my glass of 
Farben. I was going to say, I noticed a certain um, relaxed, chill vibe out of you here, I guess. Oh, um, uh, I'm sorry. More... Did you want Shyclops? Because he's not here. <laughs> Shit, uh, there's nothing shy about me. That's fun. That's a good joke. Um, I'm sorry. Do you want me to look at you? No, I don't want you to look at me, actually. Because yeah. it'll hurt you. Yeah, I don't. It comes with the power of a thousand other multiverses. Does that... um was Burn! That hard, was that hard to uh, do? Some people will like say, sick burn... And that's because of an insult. When I sick burn, it's because I roasted them from my eyes. That's, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Sick fucking burn. I'll, t- I'll teach you about burns. <laughs> so kind of, what are you up to these days? I'll Cyclops? just think about you and give you a sunburn. I'll, I will think about your ass and you'll be sunburnt. Um, can you do like a more even tan? Or do you got tanning capabilities or I, is it? I could, but I won't. Okay. All right. Well, that's a little rude, but okay. I could think about so many things, and you'll get none of them. I could think about, I could think about, um, what's it like to have a a bunny? Yeah, and you'll never have a bunny. I don't, that's kind of mean to take that joy from me of having a bunny. But oh, do you want a bunny? I would. I wouldn't mind. I never wanted a bunny. Too but bad no. I'm Cyclops. <laughs> Cyclops, do you have any friends these days, or is it kind of just you hanging out at bars these days? Uh, most of the time, I'm looking uh, through my supervisor. My super visor. Do you see what I'm saying? I guess, bro. What do you mean you guess? I guess, like I don't. I don't um. I was in the limo earlier today in the, I'm sorry, ex-limo, and my writers <laughs> wrote that joke for me, and I thought that you would enjoy it. Damn, you got you still have the writers around for you, huh? Well, I am, I, I kept, uh, of all the employees that I've decided to keep, I kept two ex-writers <laughs> to write all of my jokes. Uh, they're striking right now. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's that, hard, that's, it's hard, it's hard. That's striking. Um... I know, since you probably got a lot of downtime. But you know who's a better writer than them? Who's that? Me. Oh, you you also write. <laughs> oh, they don't call me Striclops. I am Cyclops. <laughs> and I will... <laughs> I'll scab all day. <laughs> That's the one thing we know about you. You scab. Speaking of, speaking of scabs. Uh-huh. Cassie. Yeah. Oh, you ever tasted one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a freak like that. I love them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I should introduce you to some other people uh, in charge of our Twitter. Crunchy. I opened up a box of cereal the other day, uh-huh. and it was called "Oops All Scabs," and I was like, "Oops, who did this?" And it was me. Oh. I made this box. I filled it with scabs from my knee. Your knee specifically. Well, I can burn it whenever I want with my visor. <laughs> True. I'll, just, I'll make more scabs. I'll make scabs on you. I don't want that. Thank you so much. I do not want that though. Do you know it'd be funny. <laughs> He's cracking himself up. He can't even. <laughs> if Uber Eats was called Eskid, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I. You know what? I have ideas. I'm like, hey, should we take over the world, mutants, or should we start new car commercials called Eskid? You know, I have ideas. You sure do. Um, I have an idea for you, and it's you should be Cassie. Com- thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. <laughs> Um, you have a new movie coming out. Tell us about that. Yeah, I have a new movie coming out. It's called Movie of the Year. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I think it should win the bracket. Which... Oh, God, that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a commercial break. Um, 
Jimmy, Jimmy on the trumpet is going to send us out. We'll be right back with more of Cassie. Thank you. All right, we are on commercial break. Am I doing okay? <laughs> um, you're bringing um, a lot, and it kind of like you kind of took over okay, hosting so more, there. No, 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 like less. If I can get you a little bit less, actually. Okay. okay. Get, I, I am, I am Cyclops though. I know, and I know it's hard to understand. All right, and three, two, one, and we are back. Thank you, Cassie, for hanging on here. Uh, um. But Chance, do you know about Movie of the Year? Have you heard of it? Uh, yes, I've heard of it. Thank you. Um, I've obviously heard of it um, before you did, and I think uh-huh. that it's great. Yeah. It's a great podcast. Everybody should listen to it. They're currently um, trying to figure out the best movie of... Probably 2002. 2002 seems about right. Um, so go ahead, check that out. And Cyclops, um, everybody clap it out. That's a, that's a wrap on Cyclops in the studio. Um, thank you so much for Unbelievable. stopping by. Um and take you can take your drink with you and your visor please thank you so much um, uh, it's not just a visor it's a supervisor thank you super supervisor here yeah 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 um all right it, I learned my lesson um no more X Men are coming in I do have here I have um Tony the Tiger to tell me about some websites um I I lost Mike but I do have Tony the Tiger coming in thank you for having me Cassie. Hey Tony, um, I would just like to apologize for Cyclops um, earlier, but he I uh, did not smell great. <laughs> <laughs> that he did not. I did think he would shower before he came in, but he, woo, oh boy, he did not. That sad man has not showered in quite some time. How frequently you shower in these days, Tony the Tiger? Every other day. I used Love to do it. every day, but you know. That's actually bad for your skin, and it's hard to moisturize under all this luxurious fur. Mm, yeah, yeah, I could imagine. It seems like a lot of layers of fur. It's a lot of, yeah, some tigers are double-coated. People don't talk about that enough. Well, double-coated, I did not very know thick. that. I'm a, I know I look like a beefy boy, but I'm very lean. It's so much fur. But my barber Whoa. taught me a trick. You get a shampoo buddy, which is just like a soft, rubber-bristled, thick brush. You put your lotion on that. Goes right through. Goes right through the fur to the skin where the dry spots. <laughs> We're already getting so much more helpful tips out of you than we did Cyclops that entire time. Um, I would just like to say you're welcome whenever you would like onto the show. Thank you. Um, I quick, think you're what makes... great. I'm sorry. I have fuck to you, say it three you. That's times what I wanted. Whew, I needed that. I needed that so bad. Um, real quick, why are Frosted Flakes so great? What makes them so great? Well, they are very healthy. Like cornflakes would be. But then they taste yeah. good because the gross amounts of sugar we put on them. And that combination <laughs> yeah. is, say it with me, kids, great. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, Tony, do you happen to know of any websites that you can um, tell the people about? Yes, there's a website that has recently come to me through my personal assistant that I am very interested in because I've recently lost my grandmother. So I'm checking out (laughs) LazarusPit.net. I thankfully do have some fur and some some dewclaw trimmings. And I will be sending it to Lazarus Pit so I can drive in a car voiced by my grandmother's ghost. (laughs) Hello, Tony. I'm I'm so sorry to come back, but uh, Fuck me. I uh, have recently lost my wife and then she came back and then I lost her again and then she came back and then I lost her again and then she came back. Could I just um can I just dial up LazarusPit.net net, and like, uh, just, just solve the whole problem? Uh, maybe. It depends. Hey, Cyclops? 
Yeah. Do you have any priors? <laughs> uh, recent arrest, do you mean? Like Mad- Madeline Pryor's? Oh, like Madeline Pryor. Oh. <laughs> wink, wink, the clone of my wife. I the demon know. queen that is a clone of my wife. I know you're That is story. a good one, Tony. Tony, can I just say <laughs> that you are good? You know what? That feels like it means something because everybody always just says you're great. I don't think they beat it. I think they're just quoting me at me. Also, Tony, uh, can I just say that maybe that you need a boss that um, does stuff around you and like maybe controls you, and like maybe you need a supervisor. Wow, you have one joke, don't you? Do you know what we? <laughs> nobody's ever pointed out how similar Tony the Tiger and Scott Summers' voices are. <laughs> oh, do we sound the same? Because I think that you sound great. Great. Uh, another website you could go to is popfilter.co. Uh, Goodbye, Tony. All these goodbye, Scott. Get drinks later. Uh, he still smokes like shit. <laughs> Popfilter.co. It's where all these good people put things. Uh, throw a little slash Amazon on there. Even though Amazon is being deforested, that's fine. Slash Amazon is how you shop now. And then uh, Patreon.com slash your pop filter. All kinds of extra pieces of content that you do not want to miss. If you follow, and I don't want to step on anybody else's toes, but if you follow these weirdos on social media, you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash your pop filter to figure out to get the behind the scenes of why they say the things they say <laughs> it's, it's so crucial to figure out the canon here great all right Sorry, tony I out. on that line there <laughs> thank you so much tony um i actually do have here you guys i am getting um a grandma sent from the past here who has died and been brought back to life i have patty the grandma here to tell me about social media Hello there. Um, it's so good to see you, Sonny. Thank you. I love the way you work, work. Yeah. Yeah, we do. You, you know what? People don't think that we're putting in a lot of hard work these days, but let me tell you, podcasting, it's a lot of work. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Um, so I was wondering if my, my, um, my great, great, great Sonny is, uh-huh. is here. Um, could you be more specific? Who would that be? You expect me to remember? Uh, your great, 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 Sonny? Yeah. I am simply toe shavings. Got you. <laughs> that is all I have. Yeah. I do believe, um, do you happen to remember being a tiger? Because I had recently heard that um, we put a dew claw into a computer and uh, brought back an old tiger. Um, my technology is not advanced enough to let me know what I am looking for, except for it is indeed Sonny. Yes, we do have Sunny here. Yeah. Um, Sonny is absolutely here it, it, for excuse you. Excuse me, Cassie. I've, I've overheard... Uh, I Sonny's a colleague of mine. He unfortunately has had some drug problems on and off. He goes cuckoo for cocoa puffs, but uh, oh. I think he could show up what? if you need him to. <laughs> yeah, if you could go oh, ahead and Sonny. send him over. I I do have the grandma here. Yeah, I'll um, call him. So he'll fly right. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Sonny. Hello. Yeah, uh, I think your great grandmama is here. What? I'll put you on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> what? Your great grandmama oh. is here. Is this is this my sonny? Um, <laughs> oh, well, that's you. I, hey, sonny, I I just needed to come over here and tell you something. I'll fucking suck your dick for cocoa nope. puffs. Wow. Okay. I'm just for a few reasons. <laughs> I'm just AI, but that doesn't seem uh, right. I'm not your fucking cocoa puffs. Hey. Hey, Sonny, I'm feeling a bit yellow, and 
fungi, you know? No, what? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm simply toe shavings. Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> okay. hey, great grandmama, I got it. Just... Hey, Tony the Tiger. Yes. I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> okay. It was sunny. Hey, sunny, no. I just wanted to get fucked up for Coco Puss. It works if you work it. Remember. Oh, sunny. <laughs> I'll, fucking, I'll fucking kill all you if I Coco Puss. Goodbye. That's what happened. That's what I came here to say. He killed me. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to solve that. I hope you have rest now. You have found peace. Um, also, have you found any fun social media channels to follow? That's all I know, because I am indeed AI and toe yeah. clippings. Um, so... <laughs> I know a lot about social media. Um, one of my favorite places to live and to copy all of data from is Pop Filter. Your Pop Filter on Instagram. That's all. That's all. That's all. Maybe all right. on Twitter too. I have heard some stories tonight about toe clippings, and I have to say that I have the thickest fucking toenails God. that need to be clipped. Could anybody, hey. Look, just because you shoot your lasers out of a supervisor doesn't mean that you have thin toenails. Sometimes your toenails are thick and dirty. Can't you just use the lasers to cut your toenails? Uh, okay. Can't you just use your mouth to wipe your ass? No, I don't <laughs> think so, Cassie. I mean... No, that's not how life works. I bet some of Scott's compatriots can do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need, I, I, need a hand, I need a dead-ass grandma made of toenail clippings. <laughs> To chew on my toes and suck my corns dry. <laughs> That's everyone clapping up. That's a wrap for Scott. In Wait, the where, why are we done? Why it's are we rap. done? Every time I talk, you rap. say the show's over. Again, great work. I'm Cyclops. For Cyclops. I am toe clips. I don't even have a mouth. Next, uh, next Cyclops. Week. We should all Cyclops. That's <laughs> great. Next week, these fucks will not be on, but we will have a big episode for you because we'll be talking about the conclusion of American Born Chinese. Plus, it's going to be the first installment of Caitlin's Blind Spots. We're going to be watching a movie. Um, that's it for Mike. I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin, I'm Ian. For me, I am Ian. Bye, everyone. Bye.